Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Imagine having a brand new vehicle sitting in your driveway. Whatever it is, your dream vehicle, the one you always wanted, with all the extras that make it triple the price painted in one of those new exquisite colors, so unique. You open the door, you breathe the new car smell. Getting inside, you look around at the luxury of the interior. You turn on the music, and 11 speakers pour forth equalized music that is pure ecstasy. You start the engine, the feeling of power as you put it into into drive, and press the accelerator. And it begins to take off and then sputters and jerks and finally stops in front of the neighbor's house blocking his driveway. And you look around the console to see what the onboard computer has to say. And after punching some some buttons, it reads, gas tank empty. (laughs) How embarrassing. You're sitting in the driver's seat of a vehicle that most people will never have the opportunity to ride, let alone own, and you cannot go anywhere. Not only that, you're blocking someone else's way. People start walking by, looking at you and wondering what kind of person you are who gets this kind of vehicle but fails to give it what it needs to make it go. So here you are stuck looking good in this fine vehicle but going nowhere, just sitting there, blocking the way. The fuel that drives the church that Jesus established is forgiveness. There is no gospel without forgiveness. There is no relationship with God without forgiveness. There is no unity in the church without forgiveness. And this is why St. Paul emphasizes it in our reading from Ephesians. He writes, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. We have absolutely nothing without God's forgiveness. Every one of us has sinned. It's a universal problem. And the only solution to that problem is God's forgiveness. It is the fuel that drives the gospel. We can have a bright and shiny new vehicle called the gospel, but if it doesn't contain the fuel called forgiveness, we just have a bright and shiny Being forgiven by God through Christ is transformative. It changes your life. And we can only receive that forgiveness because of the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. It is the death of Jesus that makes a way for us to be forgiven. Which is why St. Paul does not say God forgives you, but God in Christ forgave you. It is because of Jesus Christ that we can have forgiveness of our sins. And because we are saved from the penalty of our sins by God's grace, 
through faith, Ephesians 2, that means forgiveness is a gift. In other words, we don't earn forgiveness by good deeds, by indulgences, by trying harder, by making amends. We don't earn forgiveness by any means, but grace. We don't deserve forgiveness. We are not worthy of forgiveness. It is a gift of God. And we are reminded of this every week when we come every Sunday and have our general confession, saying, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. And in these words, we repent. And then the priest stands up and gives absolution. And what we don't hear the priest say is this. Well, next time, try harder. <laughs> what we don't hear is, God will forgive you if you just do these things. That's, that's not what happens. No, the priest says, Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. In that repentance, we receive absolution. We are absolved of our sins. We are forgiven. We are given a very precious gift called forgiveness. And as true and wonderful as it is to receive forgiveness from Almighty God through Jesus Christ, this isn't the thrust of St. Paul's text in Ephesians. As powerful as that is, as life-transforming as that is, this isn't the main point in our text. St. Paul wrote, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. You see, Paul is focusing on our relationship with others. Forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. And then he writes these words. Therefore, be imitators of God. As beloved children, walk in love as Christ offering and sacrifice to God. Therefore, be imitators of God. That word, therefore, the word therefore, when you come across that word in scripture, you should always ask yourself this question. What is therefore, therefore? What is it therefore? Well, it's the, so you look back at what comes precedes that, what the, where the therefore is. And in this case, it refers back to be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. In other words, be imitators of God as in forgiving one another. And if you're going to imitate God's forgiveness, follow his pattern of forgiveness, then we don't forgive because they are trying harder and now deserve forgiveness. We don't forgive because they're making amends. We don't forgive because they are worthy of forgiveness. 
It doesn't have anything to do with these things. It has to do with our Heavenly Father, who in Christ forgives us. And this doesn't come naturally. It's hard. It's hard to forgive. The Methodist minister Will Willimon writes these words. He says, The human animal is not supposed to be good at forgiveness. Forgiveness is not some innate, natural human emotion. Vengeance, retribution, violence, these are natural human qualities. It is natural for the human animal to defend itself, to snarl and and crouch into a defensive position when attacked, to howl when wronged, to bite back when bitten. Forgiveness is not natural. It is not a universal human virtue. And that it is not. It doesn't come naturally to forgive. And that is why, to help us find the depth and the strength needed to forgive, we find the one person who shows us the very way to forgive, to forgive the unforgivable. This is Jesus who on the cross at the moment of his unjust death said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And it was St. Paul in Romans who wrote, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, enemies of God, Christ died for us. One of the ways you spell love is F-O-R-G-I-V-E, forgive. We don't forgive because we are over the pain they caused. We don't forgive because we are now ready to emotionally move on. The pain, the emotion, those things are important. They're not the reasons that we forgive. We forgive because God forgave us through the death of Jesus Christ. Let us be imitators of God, just as St. Paul wrote. Imitate God in this. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.